You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers and welcome to another edition of Green Thumbs Up, the landscaping podcast for landscapers by landscapers, brought to you by our good friends at Miniquip, Bailey Fertilisers and Domus Nurseries. I'm flying solo on the microphone tonight and joining me all the way from Melbourne is Paul Buckley from Marpay. Paul, how are you? Very well, thanks, Darren. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for, um, because it's quite late for you over there. It is, just about nine (laughs) o'clock. I'm normally in bed by nine o'clock. So, um, Marpe, can you tell us a little bit about the business and, and what you do and how you um, support the landscaping industry here in Perth? Oh, well, we, well, Marpe is a uh, it's an 85 or 86 year old company this year. It was um, born in 1937 in uh, in Milan, in Italy, and uh, yeah, we they, they're one of the biggest manufacturers of or suppliers of. Um, you know, products for the construction industry in the world, and they're family-owned. So they're uh, they're in third generation at the moment, run by a brother, a sister, and a and a cousin. So the three of them, they're all young. They're in their forties, and um, yeah, they're uh, really great to work for. I've been with them for twenty-six years now, and uh, they picked me up a long time ago. In fact, the father picked me up. Uh, 26 years ago and uh, yeah it's been fantastic I've, I've loved working for them we've got like 20 product lines so we, we pretty much meet all the needs of the building trade so there's uh, as I say it's a massive um, company they've got 84 production plants um, they operate in 57 countries and it's, yeah look I'm lucky enough I get to go to Italy uh, most September's and uh, look at all new products and bring them back into Australia and uh, yeah, I try and make them suit our market and you know our industry. So uh, landscaping to me is a it's a passion of mine. That's for sure. I'm I'm an ex stone layer myself and uh, I'm from a family of my father and three older brothers are all all tilers or stone layers. So it's a uh, it's a, as I say, it's a real passion for me. I, I picked up uh, Landscape Victoria, doing some promotion evenings and afternoons and so on for them about 12 years ago. And in uh, in conjunction with my pay, we've really tried to push it around the country. So we we felt, or I felt, uh, um, that there was a real need for you know a company like ours in the landscaping industry, just because of the evolution of of stone or, you know, a lot of people laying porcelain these days in, in uh, landscaped areas. You know, new uh, techniques and products in waterproofing of, you know, planter boxes and, and ponds and and just, you know, general uh, landscaping um, needs. I, uh, yeah, I just kind of ran with it and, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. And I, really- and I understand because you are heavily involved in in the tiling and and that sort of hardscape part of uh, the landscape industry so and, and things like that people probably don't think uh, are as important what they really are and I guess something like tile adhesives having a really good quality tile adhesive um, can make the difference between a job being a premium job and a, a lot of issues really so 
Um, yeah, so, so yeah. you guys carry a lot of the the tile adhesives. We do. We have uh, we have quite a big range of tile adhesives from normal setting products to rapid setting products, and there are different products that we have that uh, cater for moisture sensitive stone. Um, but yeah, the the reality is is that you know we just saw that there was you know the the traditional method of laying stone just can't be carried into laying porcelain, so. We have uh, we have quite a few different types of products from epoxies as well. So it depends on what the guys are laying or or what they're um, what they're bonding to is to how we recommend the type of adhesive that they that they that they're going to need. And what what goes into pro- to producing a, a good quality tile adhesive? Because I've I've got to be totally honest with you, Paul. I know nothing about tile adhesives. So uh, what what are they made of? Well, typically it's um, it's a blend of basically sand and cement, but um, we also have other ingredients in it like dried polymers and dried resins, and to give them you know a greater bond strength. So people think about flexibility, uh, you know, think about something that bends and, and moves. But uh, flexibility for us in our industry is about the strength that so the strength of the you know how strong the adhesive can actually hold the stone or the tile to the substrate so so yeah they're, they're, look they're not rocket science that's for sure but they certainly are a lot stronger in the, in, in a bonding sense than the uh, traditional sand and cement mix and, and what are the sort of things you see going wrong in landscaping um, landscaping sites when with using adhesives like I, I guess like the obvious thing is you know a, a, a pool capping jumps off and doesn't stick where it's supposed to is there anything else that um, you know, uh, tradesmen really need to be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. We um, well, the two biggest things that we see is um, uh, incorrect adhesive selection and then poor application techniques. So now the 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 adhesive selection process, as I said, it does come down to what they're actually laying and what they're laying over, and also the environment that the the tile or stone is going to be put into. So whether it is a pool coping or whether it's a a driveway or you know or just a pedestrian domestic walkway that it makes a difference in in what we recommend and then a, a big difference is uh, the application technique so that's something we really push hard in the uh, into the landscaping area is actually teaching guys how to use uh, adhesives properly because we find that basically a lot of them don't know we we often go onto site and see guys using a tile adhesive like they would a traditional mud so they're literally scooping it out of the bucket putting it in a blob and then tapping the stone or tiles into it and uh, that normally results in a weak bond and uh, it normally results in a failure we really push those techniques hard so would a company like yours offer on-site service um, on-site um uh, services to landscapers that like actually go out to sites and and give them instruction on how to apply the the, the adhesives and your other products. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're very big on that. Training is a uh, is a huge focus for Mapay and uh, both in house or you know in people's um, people's factories, but in particular out onto site. So. Uh, like for example, in in Western Australia, we've got two ex tradesmen, and in fact, that that kind of goes all around the country. We've got a lot of ex tradesmen on board, so that they can go onto site and you know basically give advice of how they 
used to do it or how they actually do it to this day. So we certainly try and get onto site before uh, the guys get stuck into the job and, you know, there's no use us coming on when they've laid a couple of hundred metres and realise that it's been laid incorrectly or there's been a um, you know, bad adhesive selection. So we do try and get on there and educate the guys and, and uh, you know, fit everything into their scenarios. Yeah, and... Um yeah, obviously, uh, yeah, the potential for things to go wrong is definitely there. Is there any example you can think of where you've uh, gone out to to a site where people have had issues, whether they're tiling or you know laying coping, and uh, and where yeah. things really have gone badly wrong? Any particular example that really sticks in your mind? Yeah, look, it's it's. I won't say it's a daily basis, but it's certainly a every couple of day basis that we go onto site where there's a problem. And uh, the the biggest problems we see are a lot in feature walls where, you know, the the uh, specification is for a, a stone that may weigh up to, you know, 80 kilos per square metre. We've, we've done a couple of jobs where they're 220 kilos per square metre and, and we've got to adhesive fix them to lightweight walls or to block, weight, block work walls. And uh, we've certainly had a lot of phone calls where we come out or people ring us up and say, you know, my stack stone or my crazy paving on a wall has, has failed. And uh, we come out there and there's a lot of the times in the landscaping area we see an incorrect substrate and that is, for us, it's, it's a blue board. We see that a lot. So a lot of landscapers use blue board and um, if they actually read about it, blue board itself has only got a, a weight tolerance of seven kilos per square metre. So you go and put a, a stone, that, even a stone that weighs 20 kilos per square metre, you're going to be in trouble. So it actually pulls the face off the off the blue board or pulls the dye off the blue. So that's a very common problem. And then we also, the other big problem we see is in a, in a, a, a flooring example, um, you know, driveways and so on is, you know, we see um, broken corners of stone or stone that's wobbling around and it's 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 nine times out of ten it's just straight up um, incorrect technique so we, we come back and try and tell the guys well this is where it went wrong and this is why it went wrong and how we can fix it for the next time okay and so yeah some probably some very good advice there um, in the in the perth cvd for our my for our listeners uh in here in perth and wa is there any like a shopping centre or anywhere like that, the public display of, of um, your products are on, on display that we could go and have a look at just to give uh, give people a bit of a, an idea of what you really do? Yeah, sure. We've got um, well, one of the biggest jobs we did was uh, some all the external areas at Crown Towers. A company called Viva Stone over there did the work um, in a lot of the areas, but we did a, you know, a lot of the outdoor areas there. We've also done the mall at Forest Chase shopping centre and uh, we did another pretty big one, the Carousel Outdoor Entertainment food precincts at, um, at the Westfield in Whitford. Uh, a company called Floorwise did all that. So, you know, we got pretty heavily involved in um, in, in basically changing their way of thinking of, of, of going from traditional to, to, to newer methods. So I'm very big on um, trying to get these guys to understand to preserve their own industry so that's what we really push as a company that you know we're saying to the to the guys you know by using the correct techniques and the the correct um adhesive uh, selection 
you're actually looking after your industry because, you know, what we don't want to see is we don't want to see paving fail. And then the next time the people think, well, I'm not going to pave again. I'm just going to put coloured concrete down and put saw cuts in it and call it paving, you know. So we, we're very big on, on that type of thing. So, you know, we, we you know, we, I can't stress enough how we, we get out there and really, you know, really kind of push it into the guys to look after themselves so they've got more work coming in the future. Absolutely. Makes, makes a lot of sense, Paul. And um, so what... F- for the uh, he- heading into the future, heading forward, what is the the goals and visions for for Mar payers as a business, and and how it relates to the landscape industry? Well, Mapay Australia is growing. We're in fact Mapay Australia is in its thirtieth year this year, and uh, we've been manufacturing here now for I think it's twenty five years, and uh, so we've really made a, a big commitment. Um, we're, we're about to open up our second plant. And, you know, so the owners of Mapay over in Italy have made a big commitment to, to Australia and, um, you know, we're, we're going to make sure that we, you know, basically give them what they want and uh, give the industry what it wants. As I said, landscaping is something I really push into the guys, all, all my guys, me, me being the national product manager, I... Um, Whenever the guys come and our staff come and listen to, to me speak, it's, it's all about, you know, passion and, and, uh, you know, preservation of industry. And, and a big part of that is, is the landscaping sector. As I said, because I, I just really see it as a sector that does need help. So there's still a lot of guys that, you know, I came across a job only a couple of weeks ago where there was guys still weighing, um, a stone on sand and just taunching up the sides and I was just like wow I'm pretty amazed I've been doing this for 40 years and uh, that's something we used to do about that 40 odd years ago so it was quite surprising to see when I got to speak to the guys you know they um, they said oh well, this is the way we've been taught you know so so yeah I just uh, our, our commitment to the landscaping industry is to make sure that people continue to you know put paving in external areas or put stone up on feature walls or you know making water features and all that kind of stuff you know I'm, I'm a big believer of these guys that put the stone up they actually make the job you know there's not too many times where you or anyone would walk into say a, a you know a nice paved um, area and say gee the concrete must be good you know they're they're looking at a finished product and that's what we're trying to make these guys actually understand is that, you know, the landscapers in these kind of areas are actually making the jobs look good. So it's really our commitment to uh, keep that quality and keep the, uh, you know, the public wanting to select to have stone put down in their driveways or, or pathways or, you know, feature walls and so on. So, yeah, it's certainly a, a big vision of ours, there's no doubt about that. All right, thanks, thanks very much. Paul, now, if we've got uh, listeners that, that do want to, to get in touch with you, what's the easiest way to get in touch with uh, with Marpay? Yeah, well, they can go um, via our, they can send emails to sales, S-A-L-E-S, at marpay.com.au, or they can ring our head office on, it goes up into Brisbane, and then we would uh, send it to, uh, send them back into Western Australia, or wherever they call from. But we've also got our guys over there. We've got um, Andrew and, and Dieter over there that uh, are on the road all the time. So they can be contacted at any time and they're always willing to, 
get out onto side, as I say, and, and uh, they've both got a lot of experience in in laying tiles and stones so in all sorts of aspects. So, you know, they'd be always willing to help. Excellent, Paul. Well, we always do like to find a little bit about our um, guests as well, outside work. What do you what do you do to, to out, out, unwind? Do you, do you play sport or have any particular hobbies you'd like to share with us? Yeah, sure. I'm a, I'm a very keen surfer. I've been surfing for, you know, probably around 50 years now. So um, I continue to do that. I like to surf, you know, midweek over here, obviously with daylight savings, we can surf after work. And, and on the weekends, I've got a... Uh, a van, an on-site van down at the caravan park down on the west coast over here that um, it used to be my wife and kids used to go, but now the kids have uh, they've grown up and they do their own things. I almost have to beg my son to come surfing with me these <laughs> days. But, uh, but uh, yeah, my wife and I, we head off pretty much every Friday and don't come back till Sunday these days. So that's certainly something I love to do. I'll, I'll certainly ne- never give that away. And, uh, yeah, I'll be... I'm looking forward to coming over to Western Australia. I, I've, I'm yet to surf over there, so I uh, I do travel over there a few times a year for work, and but I'm always too busy and never take my surfboard. But this year might be the year. I think. I, I, I think you should. We're a renowned uh, surfing state, and there's plenty of places. We've got a, got a few sharks around at the moment, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you'd be right. They, they they won't eat Victorians. Hey, um, Paul, thank you very much for your time. I know you've, you've stayed up a bit later to talk to us, and we, um, I, I really appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to um, interacting with you you and your guys a bit more in the future because they're um, obviously a quality business, and that's what we like to see in the landscape industry. So thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure, and thanks a lot for having me. As I say, it's a, it's a big thing for us, the landscaping area. So wherever we can help out, we're always happy to help out. And, uh, you know, we, we put on... Uh, lots of training sessions and we can do them you know we can do them customized to whatever you guys want to want to have uh you know the whatever message you want to put across so always willing to help excellent sounds like something the uh industry association get involved with so thanks again paul thank you very much for your time thank you to ben sims for for running the technical side of things as always and my name's darren senor and i look forward to catching up with you again on green thumbs up thank you very much You've been listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association, WA, sponsored by Mini Quip Hire.